1: guys welcome back to another episode of block exploring the blockchain today episode 383 with the co-founder of arpa felix shu to talk about the network and some of their products within the network and the things that they are building as well as um stuff kind of in relation to partnerships collaborations autonomous worlds um, Randcast and a few other things that we'll dive into in a bit more detail. But uh, Felix, want to welcome you to the show and introduce you to the audience. How you doing, man? It is a pleasure to have you here.
0: Thank you so much, Brandon, to have me on the show. It's my honor to be here. And today I will introduce um, you know what we do at Arpa Network, uh, our new product Randcast, and uh, the use cases including autonomous world and fully game and you know gaming in general.
1: Excited to dive into it, Um, would love to kind of get an idea of who you are and your background as well. I'm sure the audience will be very curious. So give me a little bit of context. What is uh, your story personally? How did you end up, you know, in this world and Web3 and working on um, ARPA? I always
0: think that Web3 uh, or crypto is a uh, cross-discipline between uh, technology and finance. So I actually studied uh, finance and information systems at New York University, uh, you know, back in college. And after that, you know, I did uh, two years of uh, hedge fund and then, you know, followed by one year of venture capital investment. So where I mostly focused in uh, blockchain as a service and crypto. So I got into this space quite early, you know, quit my job in early 2018 to found, you know, ARPA Network with my co-founders um and we have been working on it for the past five and a half years so time flight um yeah like the market is definitely very different industry you know evolved a lot since 2018 so uh for us you know we always try to find new use cases and new products that you know enabled by multi-party computation so that is uh, an area that we are specialized in um and a bit about my background you know i um I'm a big like, crypto believer because I think it's granted our you know, freedom uh, as sovereign individuals. Uh, and also, like, it's a piece of fascinating technology that includes cryptography, you know, decentralized network. So it uh, has always been you know, fascinating to me in terms of like, so, so, uh, sociology and also technology standpoints.
1: Very nice. Yeah, I feel the same way about Web three and and crypto. And I think there's a lot of potential within this industry to do a lot of good in multiple different industries across the world. Um, and very curious, you know, how you guys are doing that specifically with Arpa Network. Can you give me a little bit of an idea as to what makes Arpa Network so unique and also different than other networks that are out there? Like, what what makes you guys tick? Sure, I can give you a brief introduction of uh, Arpa Network.
0: So what we do is we use a cryptography uh, algorithms called multi-party computation, or more specifically threshold signature schemes, um, in in order to uh, basically enable some use cases or additional features to be able to do on um, different blockchains. So we are so Arpa Network is blockchain agnostic. Right now we are integrated with uh, Ethereum, Base, you know Optimism. And also some other EVM chains. So basically, what we can do is, you know, we have a group of uh, decentralized nodes, and together they can perform the partial signatures or threshold signatures for BLS signature. Uh, it's kind of technical, but uh, the use cases are quite simple. Like for example, one use case that we have is random number generator that can be verified on chain. So the randomness, you know, is very crucial in. Uh, a lot of these uh, scenarios, especially in games, you know, lottery, uh, community voting uh, or community uh, campaigns or events. So basically like DApps on different chains, they can request for random numbers. And then uh, we will have a proxy smart contract to listen to these requests and then perform uh, the threshold signatures within the ARPA network. And then submit uh, a random number uh, that these DApps can use. Um, so basically we provide, you know, the ARPA network and on top of that, we provide the SDK, the Rancast SDK to enable these random number generator, uh, requests. Um, so that is a brief introduction of ARPA network. I can definitely dive deeper into the tech side or into the, uh, use cases or vertical side.
1: Yeah. I want to do a little bit of both. Um, I want to start off. Trying to get a good understanding of the threshold BLS and how that kind of makes up the ARPA network. Can you kind of dive into that a little bit? Actually, when we started in 2018, uh, in the first two
0: years, we've been focusing on enterprise uh, solutions, right? Enterprise privacy preserving data analytics. So, for example, um, one use, uh, so for example, one um, you know, use case for general purpose multi-party computation is to have two or three sets of data and you can privately compute on the three sets of data, for example, doing like data analysis or doing private uh, sector intersections, you know, within these data sets. And the technology was uh, quite advanced at the time. Um, so uh, we actually have a lot of difficulties, you know, going to these enterprises and pitch uh, our technology. Uh, the first thing they will ask is, you know, if this technology is mature. You know, if you as the middleman can see uh, the data, you know, for uh, between these private data sets, uh, the answer is no. Like we cannot see anything. Like it's all cryptographic algorithms, and basically we just perform using, you know, uh, uh, you know, a, a decentralized group of nodes. Uh, However, we do see more opportunities in the crypto space, right? So uh, we believe, you know, all these like wallets, uh, bridges, and also like uh, we see random number as one of the use cases as well. So like these are more crypto native use cases that, you know, after two years, we decided to pursue uh, pure crypto native use cases instead of. Going after these enterprises who doesn't know or don't try uh, don't don't trust about technolo- don't trust about uh, the multi-party computation technology. So within the crypto space, uh, you know one specific algorithms under the uh, the general multi-party computation uh, uh, is uh, is threshold signature schemes, right? So basically, uh, you shard the keys like at you know at the time when it's generated between uh, a decentralized group of nodes. And then uh, you know you guys uh, and these nodes can perform partial signatures, and if you know uh, the the partial signatures can be above to certain threshold, say six out of ten nodes, then they can be combined together and to submit one single signature on chain. Um, So that can enable a lot of these use cases I mentioned, like bridges, you know wallets, and also random number generator. Uh, And we see you know less competition within the randomness beacon side compared to wallets and compared to bridges so that's what we you know are specialized in and we provide a, a full suite of SDKs for dapps to can for uh, to easily integrate with ARPA Rancast. Um, yeah and the reason that we use the BLS signatures instead of the ECBSA signatures uh, because there are several unique characteristics about BLS, uh, especially partial BLS signatures. Um, first is uh, you know it can be easily aggregated between a large set of nodes. Uh, so that's why you know the East Beacon Chain they are using BLS signature to do the aggregation. And also like uh, during during the random number generator generation process, you know using the threshold signature schemes. BLS signature is deterministic, meaning that uh, it's, uh, you know, it's less prone to a board attack or some other attack factors. So that is why, you know, we use threshold threshold BLS, um, you know, to be able to uh, support the random number generator, this use case.
1: Um, taking that and how that applies to the Arpa network? What are some use cases that Arpa has completed or can complete um, to kind of give people an example of some things that the network can do?
0: Yep. So right now, like we, uh, you know, one product that we already that's already live is Arpa Rencast, which is a, a suite of SDK uh, for dApps to request random number, uh, you know, from different chains. So we are live on Ethereum, uh, Optimism, on Base, and you know we are actively integrating with other you know up and rising EVM you know layer twos or or, or or you know or even like uh, EVM layer ones. So uh, so that is something we have it readily available. So right now we actually partner with several uh, you know infrastructure players and also uh, you know end users games uh, for you know to showcase
1: the Arpa rankcast. This might be an interesting question, to kind of dive into a bit more since it's kind of popular right now. But looking at, you know, on-chain games within the Web3 space or autonomous worlds or the metaverse in particular, I'm kind of curious, you know, how maybe you guys envision at ARPA, how you can enhance those types of gaming experiences through blockchain. First of all, like I
0: believe like the bread and butter for blockchain is trustless. It's being trustless. Um, you know, you don't need to trust a middle party or, you know, you don't, you know, you can verify, uh, you know, if it's valid or not. Right. So that is kind of the ethos for blockchain. And for us, you know, blockchain, you know, to us, blockchain is to remove the single point of failure in the financial system. Right. Uh, And for us is to remove the single point of failure in random number generation process. Um, you know, once you can control the randomness, then you can control who wins, right? Like within, like in lotteries, in know games, you know, when you open a loot box, uh, that is something that, you know, have people have the money at stake. So, um, so we believe that decentralized way to generate random number and also verifi- verifiable way to generate random number is crucial for, let's say, like the digital economy. Uh, the metaverse, or the games, or, you know, just just anything that related to a ch- a probability. So um, one of the verticals that we support is games, right? And we support both, uh, you know, GameFi or hybrid, you know, Web 2.5 games, and also Web3, like the real crypto-native fully unction games. Um, you know, those are very different uh, different verticals. For Web 2.5 games like Ax Infinity, for example, uh, they are onboarding millions of users. So they are actually uh, doing a good job for the whole crypto space to have more users. And for crypto native, you know, fully on-chain game is a very niche sector. Uh, The total amount of users is maybe just less than a thousand people in this world. However, they are... Trying so basically, like we also explore in that front because we think it's uh, the trailblazer, uh, the uh, the trailblazer for uh, people to to build like complex smart contract to make to make it fun, right? To build experiments that push the boundary for uh, the 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 smart contract development and also eventually for infrastructure as well. So I can touch a little bit on both. Um, You know, our random number. Can be used like very easily by you know integrated by these Web 2.5 games. Usually they just they just need to copy our um, you know consumer contract and then they can start using the service. Uh, we so as we built uh, Arpa Rencast, we actually interviewed with a lot of people like a lot of the you know clients for Trending uh, BRF, which is our biggest uh, and this industry's leading player for random number generator. Um, so, like, we learn about these uh, chaining VRFs clients pain points, and we try to build our product or developer experience uh, better than chaining VRF. So, for example, on the security side, threshold BLS. You know, we use a group. We, we use a decentralized group of nodes instead of just one node to perform uh, the you know the algorithms to generate random number. So that is more uh, decentralized and more secure. And at the same time, you know, we also focus on developer experience uh, in subscriptions, you know, pricing, and also like on the integration uh, or, uh, and simulation side uh, of using our product. So, for example, we will run simulation about, you know, gas fee costs, et cetera, uh, to, for our users to have a better understanding of, you know, how to use a product and what to expect about the product. Uh, so that is also something that we make a lot of efforts in. So for these like Web two point five games, usually you know they just need to integrate our uh, our contract and they can start using it. Uh, and for crypto native, uh, fully on chain games, it's a diff- it's quite a different story. So one um, framework, or let's say it's called so called game engine that people uh, commonly use is called Mud. It's called Mud uh, Engine. It'll, uh, the Mud Engine is developed by um, uh, the OG. Dark Forest uh, team, which is, you know, the true OG for fully ancient game. And we actually integrated Rancast with MUD. So developers uh, can actually integrate, you know, developers can, uh, can request for random numbers uh, and uh, just using the same framework that they are working on their games. So we also try to, you know, build a lot of that part, the infrastructure part out, part out. Um, however, like in terms of the, the number of the teams, a uh, fully ancient game is definitely less than web 2.5 games and the user side is smaller as well, but we believe it's interesting, uh, to watch uh, vertical within the gaming sector.
1: I know another one of your verticals is also NFTs. Um, and maybe how does RANcast play into, you know, non-fungible tokens and maybe that side of the industry?
0: I actually, I'm actually a big NFT collector. I have been collecting NFTs since uh, the middle of 2020. Um, so it was quite early. And uh, and in 2021, I was fascinated by uh, art blocks. So basically everything is generative uh, generative art. And everything's written in code, you know, try to fit into the, uh, the um, you know, the size of a smart contract. So basically, like, it's, uh, you know, I found it very crypto native as well. So, uh, and also, like, are all these, like, PFP series, they, you know, all of them have uh, rarities, different rarities based on attributes and everything. So uh, for Rencast, you know, they can, uh, NFT projects can request for randomness from us to, fairly like and and uh verifiably distribute their rarities. So uh that is something that all these NIP projects can do. Uh and they don't actually need to spend a lot of money on it because uh they all they all they do is use one random seed uh, for the whole for the whole series, right? So for example, you have like 10,000 uh series, so 10,000 pieces. But you, only, you, you will only need one random seed to assign the attributes for the whole series.
1: I also noticed, because um, I come from a science background, that scientific research is another potential vertical for you guys. How do you imagine that maybe be playing into um, whether it's scientific research in sample studies or simulated data? Um, like, is that something you guys have taken on a use case for already or something you imagine that you guys could explore?
0: That is more something that we think there's going to be use cases. Uh, so far, like, it, it, those are not our focus. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we do think over time, you know, when all these like, uh, surveys or like research, if they use like our random Cs, then it's definitely more provable and more transparent. Um, yeah, but like, to be honest,
1: right now, it's, uh, it's not our focus. Interesting, but it's expandable. Like you guys have a lot of potential verticals down the line that you could approach. Sure. Yeah. Like
0: um, because like randomness is, is something that you know exists in the nature world, and uh, basically like all of our mm-hmm. lives, you know, we experience you know a lot of probabilities and randomness in our lives as well. So um, yeah, like it's a it's a it's a rabbit hole. I mean, like. Just, just like building these like provable and verifiable pseudo randomness, uh, uh, it's uh, something that's fascinating for us.
1: Do you guys have any current partnerships or collaborations that you're able to discuss? um, Maybe things that you're working on with some other partners.
0: Yeah, like so we actually categorize categorize, like our partners into two parts. Uh, First one is like these like infrastructures or channels, distribution channels for us, right? So things that we need to integrate in order to meet more audience. So, um, you know, like I said, uh, right now, Alpha has is live on Ethereum, um, Coinbase uh, base uh, row up, and also uh, Optimism Mainnet and some other EVM chains, right? So basically like uh, we see those uh, blockchains as our, uh, distribution channel so the there you know we try to get be close with them you know be friends with them and then try to support with our service uh, and also like there are you know because like games are actually request you know uh, fast blockchains and also like uh, fast finality and low gas fees so there are roll up as a service players that help these games to set up their own roll roll ups so for example, Outlayer and Caldera, those two are you know, our partners as well. Uh, so that we can, you know, all these like uh, new rollups ups or game-specific rollups ups, they can request our random numbers there. Um, and, uh, and other than that, you know, within the ARPA network, we try to be as decentralized as possible. So uh, our node providers include some leading names like RockX, you know, Infstones. So those are big uh, Ethereum validators that they also help the ARPA network. Um, we are exploring a uh, partnership with Eigenlayer because we see that Eigenlayer restaking is something that can provide shared security you know, using Ethereum nodes. So uh, I think that can be interesting for AR- the ARPA network and Rencast down the road. So those are the infrastructure players that we integrate. And on the other hand, you know the end users that we integrate and support random numbers, they uh, they are also in different verticals. You know, in uh, in uh, in lottery, you know, in games, fully ancient games, and also uh, yeah, and, and, and also uh, something else. So basically, like um, so, for games we have delesium and Mirror World, and uh, in in community and guilds, uh, we have Ancient Eight. Uh, and, uh, you know, for other players, you know, we also we are also in talk with several other games that's going
1: to go online uh, later this year. Is staking something that's a big part of the ARPA network as well for people that are within the community?
0: Sure. Yeah, you can stake ARPA, you know, and join the community, community staking program. Right. So basically by staking, you know, you are staking with um node providers and then that was they will set up the nodes and the, to provide um you know special bls computation net, uh, network so um yeah like uh, if you guys go to arpanetwork.io dash stake uh then you know you can definitely see staking currently i think it's quite uh, the yield and reward is quite lucrative at the moment
1: you're currently at an event right now right
0: yeah, I'm here in Denver, you know, to participate in East Denver. Um, yeah, there. Are, I heard there's going to be like 30,000 people in town just for East Denver. <laughs> How's it been going so far? It's been pretty good. I mean, um, I went to, actually like yesterday, I went to this AGI, like and, and crypto conference. It was interesting because, you know, it's, it's interesting to see cross-discipline from both crypto and AI. And mm-hmm. how you know crypto can be an incentive layer for AI. So I think that is interesting. Um, the reason that I, I want to know more because you know in games or in uh, all these like digital content creation, uh, you know AI can definitely be a uh, you know a good assistant, right? Can increase the productivity. So in turn, you know even in crypto space, uh, we are basically like working with you know AI tools. And all these verticals can be
1: benefited by AI as well. Oh, yeah. AI is one of the most fascinating intersections, I think, between blockchain and another technology. Um, And I see a lot more networks starting to find ways to integrate AI in very creative ways with their blockchain protocols. Um, And I think that two are very beneficial to each other. I think that it'll actually make AI a lot better and it'll actually give blockchain more potential use cases. Looking at your guys' roadmap, we're at the beginning of 2024. You know, when you look out throughout the rest of the year, what are some things that you guys maybe are working on or milestones you want to hit? Do you have new products you want to release? What can you tell people about what you guys want to do this year?
0: Yeah, that's a great question because, you know, we used to have, you know, three years of roadmap um, (laughs) when we first started. Mm-hmm. Uh, because back in 2018, you know, all these projects, they tried to give out like four years or five years of roadmap. Sure. map. Um, but actually later on, like I found it's it's uh, it's not it's not it doesn't make sense to to have a very long roadmap because we are a startup. And then uh, crypto is a very fast developing space. So like anything that you plan ahead uh, for a, a year, more than a year can be obsolete. Right. Within mm-hmm. within like six months. So we constantly revisit, and then we constantly uh, adjust what we do in the next uh, year, or like even in the next six months, right? So for the past quarter, we are actually doing this um, fully on-chain game. That's our first attempt, and we see it as an experiment for us not only to integrate with RenCast, RARPA RenCast, but also to to experiment with complex smart contract uh, using MUD engine, and also try to you know, make a modding the token standard to enable some interesting features, right? So in the next game, which is, uh, which we are going to do a a public testing at the end of this month um, is a companion game, right? So basically uh, it's a mobile game, it's a companion game. So basically everyone try to uh, play with one pet. Uh, So uh, it's not, it's a tug of war. Basically you have two factions, one is to, basically, like, do good things. The other the other faction is to basically abuse the, the pet. Uh, that's, like, we do this because we try to explore the intimacy relationship, you know, with the loved ones. Even out of good intention, you can, you know, doing something actually abusing them, like abusing your loved ones. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's an interesting uh, fully engine game. It's well-designed by a famous designer, a um, uh, famous artist uh, that we work with. And then uh, we make a lot of experiments within the game. Uh, for example, we invented this controlled double spending tokens. Um, basically, if you send it around, it can be double spended but based on some metrics and based on um, you know uh, some conditions. Uh, and uh, also, like you know, the two factions is a tug of war. Basically, that will that will lead to uh, some interesting results. Um, yeah, so that is the game that we've been working on for the past three months uh, as our first attempt uh, in the fully autonomous, like fully chain game and also autonomous world.
1: Sounds very exciting. Some of the things you guys are working on and it'll be cool to see how things uh, shape up for you guys this year. Where do people go to keep up with the ARPA network? Do you guys have a community someplace like a Discord or a Telegram or are you guys primarily on social media? Where would you direct people? Sure. Um yeah like the
0: best way to stay uh stay stay tuned is our Twitter uh, or X uh the handle is arpa arpa official arpa official uh so that is our most up to date information uh you can also join our Telegram uh you know we do have some discussion there and sometimes we have you know uh some campaigns uh in within the Telegram group um, yeah, like, and for the upcoming the upcoming game, we will uh, announce to the community sometime later this month, and then we expect the public test on Redstone. So it's a roll-up specific for uh, fully auction games, uh, and uh, we are looking forward to receive user feedback feedback once we launch uh, the new you know the new game.
1: And if there's other projects, games, um, potential partners out there that want to work with you guys, how do they reach out to you?
0: Yeah, like I mean, send a message in the Telegram group chat. We will have uh, you know our uh, customer service uh, colleagues, you know, to to you know have a conversation, or you can DM me and uh, on my on my X. Um, so my handle is Felix MXU. Um, you know, you can send me a DM.
1: Felix, thank you for taking the time to come on the show today and to talk about what you guys are doing with the ARPAN network, with RANcast, um, with some of your partnerships and collaborations and your aspirations for this year. I think it's uh, really great what you guys are doing. I think you're fulfilling a very important niche and um, very excited to see you know what you guys continue to do going forward. So thank you for taking the time to share. Thanks so much, Brandon. And thank you for bringing me
0: on the show and to introduce ARPAN network. Um, you know, like uh, I wish I can, you know, we can announce something big in the next coming uh, weeks. And also we hope everyone enjoy our new game.
1: Absolutely. We'll do another follow-up episode relatively soon and we'll have you guys back on. Maybe you can talk about some of the things that, um, that come out recently. Take care. We'll talk soon.